Yes, far younger lads than he could take an intimate and understanding part in the conversation of grown-ups, but in some necessary mystery he was not an initiate. As he lay on his back, he felt his shoulder and hip bones pressing painfully against the hard ground, and he told himself that one day, by dint of tremendous training, he would be robed in great muscles. He would be shaggy with strength. The thin half-face of Sam Wiley came between him and his upward thoughts. Listen, kid, you roll bales for this afternoon. Big George, he showed you how to tie and everything. My Jiminy, said Bill, laughing weakly. I'm not strong enough. Why, I only weigh about 160. I couldn't last it out. Those wheat hay bales will run up to 240. Sam Wiley drew back. There was a silence, and someone cursed softly. Then Jumbo said, Yeah, he's big enough. He just ain't got it. The implied insult was too great to be stomached. Bill sat up suddenly and cried, What haven't I got? He heard his voice shrilling, and he was ashamed of it. Portuguese Pete chuckled. He wants to know what he ain't got. Ah, oh, hell, said Jumbo, and wearily started rolling another cigarette. Sam Wiley's face, narrow from chin to brow like the head of a Russian wolfhound, turned again to Bill. He was sun-blackened, except about the eyes, where the wrinkles fanned out in lines of gray. The only thing that was loose was his mouth, which seemed too big for the skull behind it, and that showed all its extra sizes when Wiley spoke. You can do it, and I'm going to give you a shot at rolling bales. The outfit could average around 40 tons a day. At 18 cents a ton, that made $7.20 a day for the bale roller, against the $2 which Bill made his roustabout. Then you subtracted a cent a ton for wear on gloves. Wiley said, I'll pay you your regular two bucks and another dollar thrown in. What? cried Bill, outraged. But if you don't stop the power driver too much, you'll get the full rate, kid, finished Wiley. Better go out to the doghouse and look things over. You've been in there before. Being active and willing, Bill had been favored with a turn at all the important jobs now and then. He had flogged the power horses around their dusty circle. He had handled the big fork on the stacks, or out of the shocks, which were run up on bucks. He had stood on the table and built feeds under the instruction of Portuguese Pete or Jumbo. And he had even been in the doghouse of the bale roller, taught by Big George how to knot the wire in a figure eight with one cunning grasp of the left hand. He looked down at that left hand now and wondered if it would betray him in his time of need. You get away with it, and I'll keep you on the job, said Wiley. You're a pretty good kid, and Big George is too much on the booze. Bill left the shade of the trees. The sun fell on him with a hot weight. His shadow walked before him with short legs. As he crossed the corral, he saw the pigs wallowing in the muddy overflow from the watering troughs. They were growling and complaining. Some of them had lain still so long that the sun had caked the mud to white on their half-naked hides. They luxuriated half in heat and half in muddy coolness. Beyond the barns, Bill crossed the summer-whitened field toward the nearest stack against which the press had been set. The stack burned with a pale golden flame. Other great mounds rose among the acres of coulee, some of them filmed over by the blue of distance. Every stack was heavy wheat and oats, and when you lift a 240-pound bale three high, you've done something. The shadow under the feed table promised coolness in the doghouse, but that was all illusion. 
It was merely dark instead of flaming heat. The wide shoulders of the stack shut away the wind. The big hay hooks of George lay on the scales, to the top of which was tied the box of redwood tags for the recording of weights. The iron rod for knocking over the locking bar leaned against the door. These were the tools for the labor. Bill was weak with fear. He had no shoulders. His arms hung from his skinny neck. He remembered the gorilla chest and arms of Big George, but even Big George had to groan in the hot middle of the afternoon, and this would be a scorcher. In the cool beneath the trees around the house, the thermometer stood now at a hundred. It was better not to guess at the temperature in the doghouse, or to imagine the middle afternoon. Sam Wiley in person appeared, leading the power horses. The boss's roustabout made Bill smile a little. The other men came out. Jumbo and Portuguese Pete paused beside the ladder that climbed the stack. When you get the